Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. And as you hear, the team is all here. Uh, we've got uh, things you need to know. Uh, Will and me could spend today or tomorrow. Uh, the Wednesday Bible study, the latest episode of that is out there. Uh, the Rick and Bubba store now has a Rick and Bubba puzzle for you and some playing cards. You see those on social media today if you follow Rick and Bubba on social media, and they're available in the store. And we will record a brand-new edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, we'll talk with Adam Davis, who's going to talk about uh, kind of the current state of what it's like to be in law enforcement. Uh, he uh, he wrote a couple of uh, devotionals and books about um, uh, one involving marriages. Uh, the, we've had him on before, Bulletproof Marriage, and then a devotional uh, for people in law enforcement behind the badge, and he'll update us on the, kind of the current state of what it's like to be in law enforcement and maybe things we can do to try to repair some of the uh, the damage that has been done involving law enforcement and the people that they are uh, you know, called to protect. So we'll talk with him about that for the Rick and Bubba University podcast today that will be available this weekend. Uh, Bubba, we have uh, another year of America. Uh, We have some things that are starting to reveal themselves, and again, we mentioned last hour, this is the problem with the world's version of social justice. Uh, maybe we should just go after justice, because social justice says once you've been put in a group, you are not allowed to take on any other characteristics characteristics of any other group, or then you cease to be part of the group. Uh, and that's how silly some of this is. But what we're finding is there's a lot of black people that are saying they're being persecuted and possibly, we don't know yet if this is the motivation, we even have some who've been attacked and one that has been killed uh, because they are supporters of Trump and they're not going along. And we do know that uh, in the black community there are different voices and ideology, but for some reason the hard left claims that if, uh, if you are, uh, you can't be part of the black community if you don't have the same view uh, that would lean more to the left, and if you That's uh, what Joe Biden said, yeah, Joe Biden said that. Uh, certainly, we um, we I know people who uh, are black that say if you have a different point of view, we get treated differently by our own community. Uh, which I, I'm not sure uh, where that comes from. Uh, that doesn't sound like uh, freedom um, of of expression or developing your own ideology at all. It sounds a little more like groupthink to me, which I'm not sure has served us well. But anyway, so we have some examples of it today. We'll start, uh, Bubba, with uh, MSNBC anchor, uh, who um, he is. He's talking with Vernon Jones. He's uh, a Democrat from Georgia, yeah. but is a Trump supporter. Yeah, which is interesting, and he's a member of Black Voices for Trump Advisory Board, and uh, he is going to uh, to get uh, something from Craig Melvin, uh, who is one of the anchors there on MSNBC. Something that he's going to be asked. Uh, that uh, rightfully so he found to be very offensive and so here it is courtesy of msnbc are you are you a paid campaign surrogate are you being compensated let me be clear you get paid to shape a liberal narrative you get paid to attack this president i don't get a dime for this president i don't get a dime from the campaign everything i've done is in me and based on my principles and see that's the problem when an african-american that's a did not raise your let me finish now let me finish finish. you're not going to imply that i ask that question because you're black 
So don't ask me that. You only ask me that because I don't fit your narrative. What, no, this what, president what is, never offered anything. I don't want anything from this president. It's what I can do for my country. And you need to accept that many other African-Americans and others support this president because of his policies. And to insult me to say, am I getting paid? I've asked that the same question. I have asked that the same called. question. And of, that's of, representative of, of MSNBC and their narrative to keep blacks silent who happen to support this president. Why can't I be like white liberals or other whites? Nobody state, questioned they're getting paid. State so I have to get paid. Do you ask Democrats do they I, get I paid? I just said I just said if you paid by Joe Biden. I just asked I just said have to you. Have you ever asked I, any host school that they've been paid state, by state Joe rep- Biden? State Representative Vernon Jones. Representative Jones, thank you. <laughs> wow. Craig Melvin basically stepped in it. That's what we would call that. He this? stepped in it. And, and how about this? Vernon Jones was not letting him off the hook. And he, he shouldn't. Sure he, he shouldn't. That, that is, uh, that's ridiculous. It it's, is. It, really, it's a racist question. It is. When I you wa- get down to it, I he, wonder- he asked him that because he's African-American, and he can't believe that he would support Trump without being paid. That's right. How, how offensive can you possibly <laughs> well, be? I, look. Vernon Jones just got a fan in me, I'll tell you that. I'm going to tell you, and I know it's not popular, when you look at the history of the Democratic Party, if you if you pay attention, they're still doing the things they've always done, they're just doing it in a different way. You're not black unless you support us. we got to take care of you. You can't think for yourself. Yep. I'm telling you, I know that's an. I know that may not be a popular statement, but I'm. I, I'm just looking at the at, at the way Absolutely. the behavior. The same people who blocked the civil rights mm-hmm. movement. The same people who stood in the school doorhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you also have to ask the question, Wake up, people. You, don't you have to ask the question? Let's say that. Let's say that I'm a member of the green community. Okay. And I and all my life I've been told the Democrats are for the green community. Now I, I have to remember when they then they, they treated us as second class citizens, but suddenly they've changed their their point of view on green people. And then I look around and I'm being told, how about what if you could just ask this question? If you are in any community that that says or any group of people says we all have to support any political party, okay, I'll go that far. Don't you have to at some point say, look at your life and go, has this political party served me well? I would say that about any political party yeah. I support. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, has it served me or well? any store or any, that gets whatever. my business? Yeah, right. You know? All right. So <laughs> it, it continues, and they. The last I heard on this last night, they could not document one mainstream media platform that is carrying the story of Bernell Tremell, and I think that's how you say his name, Bernell yeah. Tremell. I've heard it pronounced different ways, and he's an African American supporter of President Trump, and at times has said that he actually agrees with some of the problems with law enforcement involving uh, African-American, uh, especially men, he's even kind of in, in the Black Lives Matter camp. I'm talking about the sentiment, not the organization. Right. He certainly does support the organization by his political views. But the sentiment that, yes, I do think we have an issue with law enforcement, it's not like he's against that, mm-hmm. but he's pro-Trump. Yeah, and this and, is what he, Adler has just a small clip of him telling everybody to vote Trump. All right, here we go. Passes by. And as you can see, he was obviously and very proudly a Donald Trump supporter. Here he was actually speaking early last week. I'm from Wisconsin, Afro-Americans, communities, Afro-Americans from all walks of life and culture, vote Trump 2020. Yeah, and, and I saw some other footage. He's very outspoken, and he yeah. even had moved to an area where he said people were starting to get mad at him right. because of him being African-American and supporting Trump. 
And then they even had a, a, a sound clip that was relatively new last night on yeah, Laura. It was on the side of the road. On Laura Ingram, where he said, I'll tell you one thing, somebody, I had to move to the other side of the road because over there they want to kill me. They want to kill me. And now he has been killed. Yeah. Drive so, by shooting. A, a drive by shooting. And uh, they are showing, um, they, they have who they think uh, is a suspect. Uh, and the person has a lot of clothing on and even has a mask on, so it's hard to make out what they look like. But they at least have the, the black bicycle, the guy rides and they had pictures of him on security cameras and they think this is the person well he definitely would be a suspect yeah, yeah. Uh, on shooting Burnell and all indications and we will have to wait till the facts are in now, I know that the left and the mainstream media they don't play this game remember how they took um, Jesse Smollett uh, I mean immediately and started covering wall to wall because as I heard one another African-American conservative, uh, speak last night who's written a book about how uh, Trump has been good to the black community as a president. Um, he's probably he's probably been banned from all, uh, you know, he, he'll, he'll be deemed no longer black. But but what he said was, he said the reason why the mainstream media jumped on the Jesse Smollett story is because it fit their perfect narrative. You yeah. know, people, men, uh, white people in MAGA hats attacked me and tried to turn me white. Yeah. And he said, so we're going to try to be more responsible with this story. We don't know what the motivation of the killer is, but uh, on the surface it looks like it's possible that he claimed he was being marked for death because of his political views and the fact that he was African-American. And, Rick, covering Portland, we had a black conservative journalist. His name was Andrew D-U-N-C-O-M-B, and he was stabbed uh, at one of the Portland uh protest by peaceful protesters and it was caught on video yeah he's alive but he was stabbed okay so they're showing this right now do i need any audio on this at all i don't know about the audio okay so you're gonna see him come up and uh this guy is going to put his arm around him and and then he is gonna stab him oh my goodness wow oh my gosh so And uh, and you do hear the audio from another guy that says did you just stab him right oh man and so, he was up there, and the reason he went up there is because he didn't believe the narratives he was being fed from right. either side. He wanted to go well, and see it out. for himself. You're right. He wanted to document it for himself. And now he is an African-American, a black man who has been stabbed, but we don't hear any coverage of it. No, you can't get these stories uh, anywhere. Um, you know, it's um, – uh, and that that's the part that should con- concern you. If we had true journalism, they would cover the stories, period, no matter what angle the stories may have. Yes. Th- these these lives matter just like Breonna Taylor. Of course. Just like everybody yeah. else. Mm, George Floyd. It, 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 th- this is going on, and I don't think any of us want this to turn into if you don't, if you don't adopt a certain ideology – and if you're African American, then we are out to to harm you, Rick. It hasn't turned into that. Uh, going to it is that. I know, that is the narrative. So, uh, it, how is the person who's been stabbed? Did they survive? Uh, He's okay right yeah, now. Yeah. So it almost killed him though. Wow. Now these are the ones that we keep hearing from the mayor are just peaceful protests, <laughs> and the federal, the Fed shouldn't be here. It's fine. Yeah, this new thing that we're working with Portland and the federal government, they're trying to cut a deal, but uh, it's not peaceful. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
42 minutes past the hour. Will of Meek could spend today or tomorrow. It will go. I mean, if we get to tomorrow, you know it's tomorrow. Only two days left in the week. And we try to spend it most every week. All right. Uh, here's the, the audio that we were looking for that uh, investigators are using uh, to for a possible, and I want to be clear, possible motive. Of, I'm not, I don't want to be like the rest of, of media. We may find out that uh, Burnell uh, Tremell's um, death had nothing to do with his uh, support of, um, of Donald Trump and his signs and being out there. Uh, but uh, when you hear this, uh, this video of him talking about how he keeps being harassed uh, by people because of his support, uh, it, it, it's pretty telling. So let's listen to this right here. This is him. It's footage from just days before Trammell's heinous murder. So today, if you notice, I moved a little closer. Yeah. Well, and where people can interact with you on the sidewalk, yes. unlike the corner over there. Right, right. Where they, you know what I'm saying? Where when they tested in Holland, they can't jump off the car and knock me out at the same time. He snatched the side. This one? To, yes, this one. I had to chase him across the street, grab him, sling him around, get the side back. Well, that's why I'm over here today. Over there, they were just about ready to kill me. Mm. So two days before his death, he says, the reason why I moved from the other side of the street in that corner, because over there, they're trying to kill me. Well, again, we don't, we don't, we'll, we'll see what the vesti- investigation produces, but it does. Uh, it sounds like he was certainly getting um, some issues with people who did not like him having a Trump sign in America, by the way, where we all, we've said that the right to express yourself uh, peacefully is so important, which I agree, and so constitutionally sound, or so or so is the freedom of the expression of your religion, that we are willing to just n- let a pandemic continue to roll on because we think that is better than to stop people gathering together to express themselves. We, we we're but you know of course that's kind of what the church is starting to say too. Well, we think our risk is worth it too, considering we're talking about people's eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both of those we said equally stand, which I think is good. But we can't say that the crowds can meet, but the church can't, and there's a lot going on with that in California and Nevada. Uh, but in this particular case, uh, it sounds like that um, this man who wanted to express himself uh, that people, even if it's not tied to his death. He said, they cuss me, they holler at me, they try to knock me down. Grab my sign. They grab my stuff. So we know that he was not being allowed to peacefully express himself. Nope. Nope. True. Uh, And so we'll see. Uh, All right, so there's the update on that, and we're getting some other emails saying other people are experiencing the same thing, people who who happen to be African-American and don't uh, adapt to the ideology. You know, remember, we're declaring that Ben Carson is no longer black. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I know exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and we're yeah. getting a lot of emails. Uh, Democratic um, uh, Vernon Jones uh, of why he supports Trump, and mm-hmm. it, because that was the MSNBC sure. audio that yeah. we played uh-huh. video mm-hmm. back in May. Uh, he basically said that uh, he came out and said it's obvious the Democratic Party does not care about the black vote, and he said they've taken it for granted, and they certainly don't have room under their so-called big tent. For those of us who have that are black and independent with conservative leanings, he said, "I'm very disappointed in the Democratic Party. It pains me to say this, but they don't take our our vote as value. They just think it's going to be there for them." And he said, "I'm no longer going to be part of that." Well, that was exactly what we were talking about. It sounds like he came to the same conclusion. Yeah, you're really just treating us the way you treated us in the past, but a different way. Correct. 
and uh, we don't have a voice. We're just supposed to run out there and uh, and and be good little soldiers and vote for you. Mm-hmm. But, but but how dare us come in and have an opposing point of view, or maybe we need to rethink this uh, you know, platform that we stand on. Yeah, and because uh, I know there's a, there's there are plenty of people that I know that I, I would assume if you are a devout follower of Christ and you say, but I really want to be in the Democratic Party for political reasons or maybe taxation or programs. But then you look over here and you see there that they've embraced, um, you know, uh, something that is anti-God standard for marriage, and they have embraced abortion at any time during the pregnancy, anytime, anywhere, anyhow. And you find yourself in a dilemma, going, "Well, those moral issues are troubling for me, and I don't know that I can." I'd like to maybe say, "Let's not have those platforms in the mm-hmm. Democratic Party, or maybe not embrace those." You know, I'm not saying that's what Vernon Jones had a problem with. It sounds like he just had a problem with the fact that we don't seem to have much of a voice. Yeah. Uh, unless it's the voice that you want us to say. It's almost like you right. hand us a script, and if we don't <laughs> go by the script. Yeah, we're out. But I don't know how to tell you that. It's very degrading. Yeah. But, uh, and I think he got tired of it. Uh, or, but I'm saying this. Another example might be that you have some problems with some of the moral issues mm-hmm. of the Democratic Party, just like I have some things in, uh, with the Republicans that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Uh, but you try to find the party that best suits you. But, uh, but it's an ongoing process of going, which place do I go? And you find that usually in politics there's really not – a political candidate or party that lines up on every single issue the way that you would. So you have to pick which ones are the most important to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you go, well, why the support for Trump? In in the same sentence that he or the, the interview where he said they don't care about us, uh, talking about the Democratic Party, he said what Donald Trump has done for the African-American community is unparalleled to any president in modern times. So I put my party last, my country first. And he said um, the accomplishments that he's done – is unbelievable. Uh, he said he's helping historical black colleges, even the one I attended, North Carolina Central University. Uh, and so I'm just going to see it for what it is and put my country before my party. Well, that's a great line, my pun, my country before my party. Yep. So, of course, then the way he's treated by a fellow African-American is, is Trump paying you? Mm-hmm. Bet, and how about Vernon wouldn't have it? No. You know, and I don't know, but just based on his comments, I – I, it seems like Vernon probably worked very hard to get financing for for the traditional black colleges and was not getting as much help as he wanted. And Trump came in and helped. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Well, uh, we're back. Hey, you got the Rick and Bubba show. 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. HelloFresh.com. Boy, aren't you glad that you found out about this this company? Boy, people are responding to them, and, and they're doing an incredible job. Thanks for all the pictures of, of the meals when they get to you and, of course, letting us know how delicious these recipes are. 22 chef-curated recipes every week. To choose from, and they've got every kind of category that you could possibly think of. Uh, but well, here's here's what you you say goodbye to. You say goodbye to. Hey, what are we going? What are we doing for dinner? Oh, let me get by the store. Can you stop on you? Can you pick up? Uh, so you don't have n- no planning and prepping because it's already done for you. HelloFresh.com individual bags with a meal for each day in there. Already, all the ingredients are there. All you do is prepare it, and you, and these are pre-proportioned. Uh, the packaging, and so you don't have a lot of you don't food waste either. 
and you're getting it about 40% less what it would cost you to go to the store and put all this together yourself. And then you're also getting food on the table in less time. So you're still having a meal that is good and delicious. Nothing wrong with hitting, you know, drive throughs here or there. We certainly like that. But if you ever get to the point where you think we're doing that too much, because it's all about balance, and I'd like to have more delicious, wonderful meals on the table, but but I struggle to have the time, and I really would rather not get out in the grocery store as much as I used to during this pandemic. Well, HelloFresh.com is the answer, and you put them to work for you right now uh, by going to HelloFresh.com. Uh, you get $80 off uh, plus free shipping on the first order if you'll use our promo code Bubba. There's also a link uh, there at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. But, buddy, uh, uh, the Fouch is back. The Fouch. Well, let me ask you this. Who are all these people that are pushing the Fouch to be man of the year, people on on magazines, throwing out first pitch, but yet they despise Trump? I, I don't follow that exactly. I tell you what, why I don't think why we're so some people are so engrossed in Fauci. Is this this new thing that we just get engrossed with people whether they do a good job or not? Has Fauci done a good job, or do do they see him as a an opponent of Trump, and that's why they're they're pro him? Is that he's he's pro he's pro fear of pandemic, and Trump says we're overreacting to pandemic, or you know because he's a shutdowner and all that. I, I don't. I think Trump said something about that the other day. He, uh, it was uh, about Fauci and and Burks. Uh, he said something to the effect of, you know, y'all like them, but not me. It must be a personality thing or, or something. Yeah. Uh, something. To it, that is, it is. It is. Look, Trump. Some of the dislike of Trump he brings on himself. Got it. Mm. Just because of he's yep. bo- he's bombastic and and sometimes a little loose in the turn. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then got get, it. It gets involved in battles that really aren't worth his time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's a huge distraction. Yeah. But. But y'all make a legitimate point because it's not like he's been anti-Fauci or Burke. I mean, no. But I will say this: I go back to I don't. In my opinion, Fauci has not given given us any revelations or information that put him out ahead of anybody. It's like he's making it up as we go as well. He doesn't know anything about this uh, this virus. He didn't know well, any more than anybody Fa- else in the Fauci medical field. was out there years ago saying. We got a pandemic coming. Mm-hmm. People have been saying that for 100 years since the last one. Right. Um, I don't think it took. I mean, I really, I mean, when people would say that, I go, yeah, well, we're going to have another one. I just don't know when it's going to be. Mm-hmm. They have been wrong about wearing masks. Remember, they told us to begin with, don't wear a mask. By the way, we've never. Why, I, I've asked the Bubba and Speedy and the guys yesterday, does our Surgeon General just never get to talk? <laughs> I mean, what what happened to our Surgeon General? Well, it, it, I think he it's probably everybody staying in their lanes. He's more on general health. Mm-hmm. Fauci is the infectious disease guy. But you would think and, at least he would be up there with him. Well, I, I mean, does that include I, general health? Yeah, well, he was for a while. I don't know. He's, well, he's you know, out he, somewhere doing something. Remember, but, he came out with don't do a mask. Yeah, well, that to begin with, we right. were saying don't do a mask. Fauci and, himself told us he didn't think this was going to be a big deal. Remember that? And, well, it's, see, it's been all over the road. That's and, what I mean. And, and look, he I'm, hasn't I'm done be anything honestly, anybody else hasn't done. Yeah. It's, it's nothing super. It's, you have anything above Rick, the brim. It's easy to shoot fish in a barrel. Yeah. There okay. were times where Trump was 
taking people and saying you can't come into this country and we can't go to these con- just shutting everything down and people were dogging him about it. I know. Xenophobe and yes. all that. I didn't even know what that Those was. Same I had to go look it up. Now the saying same he hadn't done enough. Exactly. I'm saying yeah. he didn't do you enough. Can't, yeah, you can't you, well, it that's politics. It's right. normal. They're mm-hmm. always going to take the opposite side. But look, I, I'll say this. I'm no fan of Cuomo. I'm no fan of Bellagio, all that bunch, okay? But when you deal with something like this, nobody knows. That's my They're point. doing the best they can. That's my point. They're all over the road. Certainly they've made mistakes. Trump's doing the best he can. Fauci, you know, uh, Dr. Scarf, she's doing all she can do. I mean, you know, Cuomo, all these mayors, governors, they're doing all they can do. They don't know. We've never had this. We don't have a playbook. We literally are making up as we go, and that's why they change, because as – facts change or as data changes they go well we got to do this do that it's easy to shoot fish in a barrel i'm more apt to give them all a little leeway on this because we're you know biden can be critical of it he couldn't have done no better obama couldn't have done no better bush could rick we've never we don't deal with this we've never dealt with this so Mm. it's easy to armchair quarterback this one but it's it's ridiculous yeah and that was kind of my point my point was because of everything you just said, Fauci has not done anything exceptional. He's not exceptional. He's I mean, been all over the road, just was, like everybody else. Yeah, there was a time when Trump was right, apparently, yes. about shutting down people coming in the country, and Fauci was wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, and then so when so he the, put and, out the and there's been time band. that Fauci's been right, and Trump maybe was wrong. Mm, what yeah. I'm saying is nobody. Who, there's no hoss in this. <laughs> to your point, and, and so all why, we why, can do is do what we normally do when there's a flu outbreak. Or copy what uh, China and a lot of the Pacific Rim has done when they had these SARS outbreaks, and that's put a mask on everybody. Yeah, and so today, Fauci- you remember, see, you remember mm-hmm. that we've had that for years and walking around with masks on. But my point is because I actually had uh, a doctor, a friend of mine, tell me in the last couple of weeks, he said, "Look, here's the bottom line: the mask will help some. The thing you want to try to be sure." And he said it long before Fauci just did today. Mm-hmm. He said. The way you're gonna get it is 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 stuff flying out of people's nose and mouths. He goes, and you can get it through your eyes as well. Yep. He said, if it hits up in your eyes, that's just like it getting in your mouth or getting yep. on your hands and you putting it in your mouth. He was telling this long before Fauci yeah. came out today. Now is saying, well, you know what? I'm thinking maybe goggles and eye shields now. And Dr. Burks is seconding that as we speak on Fox News right up above us. But I've had people in the medical field telling me this long before today. Yeah. yeah. And so that Fauci and Birch are just now getting around to it. You see my point? They're not exceptional. Yeah. You know, it'd be like me having a – I'm coaching a team says, who are we going to give the, uh, the most valuable player to? And I look around I say, nobody's really made a play, but grab that guy. Well, let me tell you, there's a yeah. couple yeah. There's yeah. a couple yeah. of moves. I'll tell you what, give me Fauci. <laughs> if, what if, has he done? Nothing nothing like anybody else has done. But if let's Fauci give, had we got to give somebody. Yeah. If he'd have put a shield on everybody in February, yeah. that would have been exceptional. That's my point. Right. The only exceptional move in this – that was really health forward, I'm going to use that term, was when Trump locked down Chinese people coming in to flights and then did Europe a few days after that. Yep. That that was really the only off-the-board exceptional move in this. Uh, well, Fauci talked to Dr. Ashton. Uh, ABC News tweeted this out. It's about 40 seconds long where he talks about uh, eyewear and shields. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. I think we're going to get to a point where eye protection is recommended. You know, it might. I mean, if you really want perfect protection of your mucosal surfaces, just for your 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 audience, 
skin, as you very well know, you have mucosa in the nose, mucosa in the mouth, but you also have mucosa in the eye. And that's one of the things that, you know, theoretically, you should protect all the mucosal surfaces. So if you have goggles or an eye, fa or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it if you can. It's just that it's so easy for people to just make a cloth mask. See what I mean? I'm not what, what, what was an exceptional about that? <laughs> you probably might should. Well, my gosh, he's the dang, he's the voice. He's, 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 he's turned this pandemic on its ear. Why, why do we treat this man like he's exceptional? He's not. He, 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 you know what would keep us safer, Rick, if we had those yellow suits on like the worn outbreak? Uh, right. you know, those Look, biohazards. We're suits. the guinea pigs. If, if, this, if this thing comes back around, they'll say, well, I'll tell you, we tried a bunch of stuff, and let me tell you what looked like it was effective and what wasn't. We don't know. This is, we're making this up as we go. Because we can't find anybody who was around 100 years ago to help us. And um, so we can look back at the history. And like I say, we saw people with the Spanish flu at ball games with masks on. Yeah. And uh, so, so anyway, I, I just don't understand this, 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 this part of our population that treats Fauci like he's the voice of God. He, he's not exceptional. I won't want him. I won't want him yellow suit. That's right it, there. right there. Fauci has not said anything that any doctor who has equal or maybe even superior training has already said. Well, we got to hear from Fauci. What do you think Fauci thinks? Yeah, you probably should if you want to be perfect. So you probably should, likely, if you can, put on goggles. I mean, if you really want to, it's not, <laughs> it's not universally recommended, but probably so. My gosh, Fauci has spoke words of wisdom again. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us today. We'll get your phone calls coming up here momentarily. Uh, we get over to the top of the hour. Um, all right, so we're continuing our bad medicine update on coronavirus and COVID-19. The brilliant uh, Fauci just told us that, yeah, you might want to wear some goggles. That makes sense. Thank you, buddy. Uh, so um, so then, uh, not going goggles, I just I just can't see me. I can't do both. Uh, I'll either go full plexiglass uh, and walk around like a... I like a motorcycle helmet. I think they look pretty cool. Yeah, They're they do. comfortable, too. Yeah, I, 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 I wear mine during the tornadoes. Look, I'm know. doing my mask stuff for y'all to make everybody feel better and to protect <laughs> others, but uh, I don't know that I can go goggles walking around like I'm headed to the pool uh, or this plexiglass thing that makes me like Dustin Hoffman in Outbreak. <laughs> uh, I, I, just, I, I don't know that I can go that far. Um, before long, we're going to be in hazmat suits. But Bubba and I – wait, look, Bubba, just, let's just talk about it. Hydroxychloroquine. <clears throat> Is is we have stories today. We've got a nursing home in Pennsylvania where uh, seventy three residents and one housekeeper died in the coronavirus outbreak, and they're being censured for giving two hundred patients experimental hydroxy without any approval. So they're in trouble for that. And then hydroxychloroquine has been banned by an Ohio pharmacy board for coronavirus treatment. Now, we've been asking whether we think this is political because hydroxychloroquine has been ruined because Trump had to like it. Uh, and then we have these independent doctors that are out there standing on the foots of the Supreme Court saying it absolutely works when you put it with these other two things mm, right. I can't pronounce. Zithromax and zinc. 
Isn't it funny you can say that, but you can't say uh, hydroxychloroquine? Hydroxychloroquine. There we go. Yeah, I'm getting there. So <laughs> Bubba and I and all of us on this. Bubba, we're talking. We're t- you know we're calling in a hydroxy dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rick, yeah. And, and I, I Bubba, just, Bubba's trying to get help, and he's not getting what he wants. Well, no. you know, and I'm this way. Sometimes I'll just go and try to find out on my own. You know, I just, hey, I've got that gene in me. I have to go and experiment and find out. Now more than ever, that's a pretty good <laughs> gift set. Yeah. yeah. So why don't you cling to that? So we have access to to some doctors that we know. You talking uh, about the ones are, that told us you can get in your eyes like weeks ago? So you know, I I don't. From time to time, they know that I'm going to come and want to talk about something. Right. And uh, th- there's one particular that that I like to talk to about stuff. Uh, been very sharp and. Um, I brought up this uh, these doctors that were on the step and several articles, and I said, you know, Doc, just tell me where you're at on this. Let's let's talk about it. And I want him to say, I want him to say, uh, hydroxychloroquine. We definitely need to look at it. We need to try it. We need to do this. Need to do that. He won't do it. And he says, look, I, study after study after study says it doesn't help. It just doesn't help. New England Journal of Medicine, all this stuff. I go, but Doc, they're they're selling out to the man. Sure, they're behind the studies. The man is. is, He said, "Look, we these are peer reviewed by the literal thousands of doctors. They they you know this is like to to us what uh, radio and records used to be. I mean that's what all the doctors look at every day. They look at the latest studies. They look at all this stuff." And he said, we just haven't been able to have a test that shows that it helps. I said, what about these hundreds of people who were sick, got it, and got better? He said, maybe they were going to get better on their own. He said, that's how you get over a cold. We don't get you over a cold. It runs its course, and you get better. He said, that's how your immune system works. Something attacks. It goes through a process of trying to figure it out. And it starts developing its own antibodies, and that's how you get over it. We don't give you antibodies. You develop that. And he said, well, but, he, but he didn't say this, but I assume, because I, I didn't hear this part, but they do treat symptoms to try to make you feel better while, yeah. while your body's working Yes, on. that mm-hmm. is correct. Right. And that's all it is. They just try to make you feel better to get through it. They may uh, give you a steroid to help your body jazz up the response a little quicker. Does he think hydroxy might help your symptoms to be less severe? Even though it doesn't help you, it doesn't cure you? He, he said he was not prescribing it. Um but we know based on uh, other reports and what the, some of the pharmacy people have told us that a lot of doctors have prescribed it for their family because, look, Rick, we had nothing. And do you remember when Trump first came out? I'd like to know if the doctor you're talking to votes for Trump or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's a Trump guy, as far as I know. Did you ask uh, him? Yeah, well, kind of. Hey, you're going to look at that. So, you know, uh, and we, we, know that, we know that doctors mm-hmm. have been prescribing uh, hydroxychloroquine for their family, mm-hmm. which means to tell me that they believe it will work. Here's the thing. We had no other option, Rick. It was just we had no ch- – that was the only thing on the table. So Now, it, there is a risk with hydroxychloroquine of some heart issues, okay? Yeah, yeah. But it's not near – what they're making it out to be in some of these reports. Or we would see different results than we see with yeah. people who've been taking it for 50 years. Yeah. I mean, it's been out a long time. And most of the uh, conspiracy people go, well, it's been out 50 years. Nobody can make money on it. That's why they're not doing it. Okay. And there may be some truth to that. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't doubt that at all. But I, this is the one guy who I want to say, yes, it works. And he will not go that he far. He won't say it. And, I, and from what I gather from what you told me today talking to him, 
is that he said we we the one the kind of testing we really need and and to Fauci's credit he said the same thing is we need the kind of testing where we have a double blind group and we haven't had that with hydroxychloroquine is that correct yes on, on so we don't we, we don't, have we, we don't have, have that group that's not on it versus the group that's on it and look at the results of the I, I hate to use the term that Fauci used but an, anecdotal studies if you would mm-hmm. we had ten people sick we gave it to ten people ten people got better well. If you don't give it to five and give the other five something else and the five that got it got better and the five that didn't get worse, you don't have a real test. But again, it's the only thing we got right now. Uh, There's a couple of other drugs now that have hit the market they're having some success with. But you know the thing. What's the one from UAB? Residizamol. I can't say that that. one. Residizamol. Rendezamol. Why can't they name these things? things We we got to get better. But did did he ever address, so are the doctors that are standing on the steps of the Supreme Court, are these people just wrong? They're, they're fellow doctors, too. I yeah. know. I know. And he's like, you know, it's like, and we've heard this before, uh, you know, when you say radio guys, you got radio guys all over the spectrum, okay? Mm-hmm. So you have doctors all over the spectrum. But, you know, science um, isn't supposed to be like that. Well, you, I know. You taught me that. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. They can't get the scientific test they need. You know, the WHO was going to do it, and they canceled it because they said uh, the risk. One more which, thing. Which sounded odd. One more thing I want to ask, because I not, the risk thing, I, I think yeah. that's garbage. But let, let, but I'm going back to this. Is he saying these doctors aren't lying to you on purpose? They probably have patients who are getting better. What we can't prove is that the hydroxychloroquine in this little mix they did made them better. They may be getting Absolutely. better on something that has nothing to do right. with that. Absolutely. And these doctors think it's helping. We don't see the proof that it is. Is that is that fair? He's saying they are seeing people get better, but for the rest of us, okay, we can't just go plowing into prescribing something off-label that hasn't had some testing we can rely on. We're being reckless if we do that. What did but he say around. about remdesivir? Now, it, see, it has had tests, and they are prescribing and, it. And is it helping with symptoms? Because nothing's going to cure a virus. They, they say that it will shorten the duration of it. And if you're in the ICU unit, cutting that down from seven days to two days is a big deal. Like Tamiflu? It, it's exactly. And see, that's the thing. Tamiflu works with the flu if you get it in the first 24, 48 hours. After that, it's useless. Yep. So you don't know when these people are getting this or when the test people were getting it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Come on with it. 26 and a half years of the Rick and Bubba program, and we're glad to be here. Team Rick and Bubba all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. Let's go. Hey, move the change. First down, Rick and Bubba. Let's move. So things you need to know, will of me can happen today, tomorrow for sure. Also, don't forget uh, yesterday's Wednesday Bible study now in archive and ready. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming out this weekend. Uh, also, uh, you can get new Rick and Bubba items at the Rick and Bubba store. A Rick and Bubba 200-piece puzzle that you and the family can put together uh, hanging out at the house. And also, if you play cards, there's now Rick and Bubba 
uh, cards that have the logo on each and every card. Enjoy those at rickandbubba.com. Just some little knick-knack patty wax. You can pick up our beach towel also and our bucket hat all new there at rickandbubba.com by clicking the store. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubsy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Uh-oh, a troll. First troll of the day. Yep. Yep. First troll of the day. Uh, we got a Speedy in there. Speedy's putting up a he's tough thing, man. He is tough. He's a tough call screener. You're not dealing with a, a college student today. You're dealing with a legend. You're dealing with a vet. 866 We Be Big. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote to 30 seconds of pop. At the end of 30 seconds, so buzzer grabs you. Uh, we have an anonymous caller who is traveling. Uh, Helmsy's got a timeout, so does Bubba, and uh, you may warrant one, you may not. But they only have two, so once they use them up, they're gone. So we'll start with our anonymous caller first who's traveling. Go right ahead, anonymous. You're on the phone trail. Hello. Hi. Hi, anonymous. <laughs> I'm calling because you mentioned the article in New England Journal Medicine about the Plaquenil or the hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, that, that's, so that's what my that friend had was, referred to, yeah. Correct. That's the brand name. Um, so the two articles is one in the New England Journal of Medicine and the other one in the Lancet. Both articles that the FDA warranted the hold of the use of the medication were actually retracted mm. by both peer-reviewed journal articles due to um, false data. The company that... Let, let me tell you, and let me be clear to all of you emailing me, too. I was just reporting what he said, yeah. okay? I'm, I'm, just, I'm said, just trying to be fair is because I feel like he is an expert in this field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, if I if I had it and I thought I had it, I'd, I wouldn't have any problem taking one. Bubba, don't let them pull you in. I'll take it. Why not? I'm not scared of it. She said those articles were pulled out. Did he tell you about that? <laughs> said they were retracted. Are you sure he said he's voting for Trump straight up? Did you ask him directly? Uh, how about this? I'm, I'm about to At this you. moment, I'm having a text conversation with another doctor who I – very much trust their input too, and I'm I'm asking him. Is he a Trump supporter? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one you got oh, no yeah. reason. Aaron, oh yeah, out of Memphis. Let's go, Eric. Hey guys, how you Aaron. Doing? I mean, Aaron. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're good, buddy. Hey, uh, so I'm an ER doc, just a lowly ER doc. I am not an infectious disease specialist. I'm not an internist, but just to kind of shed general medical, I guess knowledge on how these studies are done and what they're looking for um she's right those other two studies they were retracted if if she's talking about the same ones i'm thinking of um because of some false data which is unfortunate there have been a lot of smaller studies and some very big studies with the hydroxychloroquine uh and they've shown mixed results and i think some of it has to do with the amount of people in the samples yeah Uh, i think some of it has to do with the setting i think a lot of it has to do how quick they get it too yeah yep you didn't stir everybody up. <laughs> That's why I'm not giving timeouts right now. I want them to all speak out. Brian in Alabama. Give them all a chance, Rick. Brian, 30 no, seconds. Not, go ahead. I'm not endorsing what he said. I'm just telling you what he hey said. Hey, guys, y'all hear me? He, yeah, did, go he ahead. didn't say what we wanted to say. That's true. Hey, <laughs> the, from your own area, uh, UAB doctor Gene Marazzo uh, called the video on the hydroxy despicable. So y'all looked that up. I don't know if y'all covered that. Yeah, I saw. I saw the story. It's it's all over the road. You you can find look, people that love look. it and some people that think it's it's witch you, doctors. You got to be careful, UAB. It's a bastion of liberalism. Yeah. A bunch of leftists. What happened to Doctor Jody? Eh. 
You know what I mean? Speaking of that. No, well, we just didn't. It just all yeah. got to where there were no well, real updates. It, it went away yeah, for a while, and, and it wasn't the headline story. And we went on vacation, came back, and it came back. We just never Look, picked it up. She was She's great, did a great yeah, job, and did. I really appreciate her being on. But it got to where it was kind of getting repetitive. There was nothing new to really report. Right. The doctor from uh, Birmingham that caught it in New York, remember him? What's his name? He's been on the news a lot. The only thing I didn't get, like I say, you can argue one way or the other on the treatment. He actually apologized for taking hydro. Yeah. hydro well, that's what I mean. And he, that didn't make any. Why would you apologize? After he was better. Yeah. yeah. And he apologized. <laughs> after it got him better it, quicker. It, it's like he said, I'm sorry I took hydroxychloroquine and it got better. It was on me and I shouldn't have done it. Look, I don't, I mean, even, I don't even, care. Even if that's not why he got better, I'm just missing why yeah. you would apologize for taking well, I'll tell you why, because he's, he's not a Trumper. I guess that's right. why you got it. I'm sorry. I'm a, you have to ask that question now. Well, here's Hello, doctor. One. First of all, before we get started, who you voting for? <laughs> have we been given this drug for 65 years or longer? Yeah, 50 long years. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and this is the first time I've heard it's dangerous to give patients. Talk to a friend of mine. Not heard. His wife's been on it for years. No you, side you have not heard. If it's been going on for COVID. 65 years and, and we're just now hearing that it's dangerous, that's a little long. And are we just going to ignore that Africa's not having a problem? We're just going to ignore that? I don't know. I don't know the answers. That, that's and neither either. does anybody else. I, that's the key. Remember I said the other day, nobody knows. Fauci <clears throat> don't know. Fauci's got us wearing goggles. Well, he just down getting around to goggles? <laughs> uh, to anonymous. Well, the same guy's telling us not to wear a mask back in right. And told, like and told us he didn't think this was going to be a big deal for America. <laughs> don't miss that one. Going learns, back. Learn, until he learns to throw baseball, I'm not listening Thank to him. You. I'm to say, I, he lost a lot Any man stuff. can't throw a baseball any better than that. I don't care what he knows. No, no. I'm just saying he, he knows he can't throw. He should have just said, I, I, let, me, let me say play ball into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, can I come out and do something else? Maybe I'll come out in the mask and – Take a bow, or yeah. you know, have a. I'll come out and check everybody's temperature. There that would have been is. good. He could have. That would just been a great, the managers. Check the managers. That would have been a good thing. He comes out, beep, shoots at everybody's beep. forehead. Everybody waves. Thank you, Fouch. You know, he turned around and said, "He good." Fouch, thank you for not being <laughs> exceptional and basically making the same mistakes everybody else. Body heat you. was playing in the background. What's that? <clears throat> Body heat. <laughs> All right, let's go to. Uh, Another anonymous caller. Look, are y'all afraid somebody's going to come get you? Hey. Scary. Hey. Yeah, anonymous, go ahead. It's so important go to call ahead. this show. They have to be anonymous. Greg, they don't want to, they don't want people to get mad at him. He's a drug store. Oh, look at the Greg, y'all see the email I'm getting. Don't use my name. Don't use my, my name. God, I didn't know we had so many high-profile people that don't need to be outed. <laughs> Greg, no, no, listen. Have you looked at our society? It's not Greg. that. They're afraid to be Greg, canceled. Greg, I don't they think are. they know who they Greg are. from Opelika is. Hey, Greg. Is. They do. Greg. Greg. This show is kind of a big deal, okay? Yeah, but you see what I'm saying, though? It's one name. Frank from Opelika. Oh! It may be Frank. The one, you know the one I'm talking about, in Opelika. There's only one hey, Frank in Opelika. He's speaking out against the drugs. <laughs> see, we got to take out. Frank well, that's what a- I'm saying. They ain't giving out info like who shot Kennedy. I mean, Greg. We're, no, we're just no. talking about their opinion of a drug. <laughs> don't forget, one time uh, I'm we had a, a person that was anonymous you. and was asking about the will of me. I'm going to read you. Trouble. I'm going to read you what I have just got from another doctor who wants to be anonymous. Oh, well. Who I know personally. Well, a doctor and being anonymous. Did he vote for- Go ahead. Take the calls, and we'll get back all to right, this. This will right. hold. Anonymous in Alabama. Go ahead. Uh, finally, Greg, let's everybody talk. No, no. Goodness, well, anonymous. Thanks, Greg. Hey, listen. Thanks, Frank. Uh, Rick. Yeah. You want us to uh, change your voice, too? <laughs> uh, I am changing it. Uh-huh. Anyway, um. Hey, this we own cool. a drug store, and we, <laughs> the Plaquenil has been going out for years and no issues at all. I mean, I, I don't understand the, the concern, you know. What is uh, that? I mean, Plaquenil. Could, yeah. could, could we say? Plaquenil? What does that mean? That, Which that, drug that's hydroxychloroquine. That? The hydroxychloroquine. Okay. Okay. It's, it's okay. A, you okay. remember the other one said, hey, y'all don't know yeah. on the inside. Hey, can we get a pack of it just in case? <laughs> 
I'll, t- I'll tell you why it's become controversial. <laughs> because Trump, recognizes his Trump tried to declare it as something that was going to help us in this pandemic, and that's yeah. why it's controversial. Yeah. There's no other reason. That's a fact. If he had never mentioned that, we'd be saying, well, you mind? You can try that. That might work. May work. I'm yeah. not saying it would be de- declared a miracle drug, but it wouldn't be demonized. There you go. To uh, Anonymous in Huntsville, Greg. Oh, Greg. my Lord. <laughs> hey. Can you just be frank if you want to be anonymous? Can you be frank? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. How y'all doing, Rick and Bubba? He doesn't sound very important. (laughs) Uh, Look, hey, this this is Brett uh, from Hustle. Listen, the only reason Fauci threw that ball like that, he didn't want it to get airborne. And (laughs) 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 I was gonna ask uh, y'all need to call y'all need to call Gary's bulldog. Funny. All right, I'm gonna read you text that I just got back from another highly qualified doctor that I trust very much. And you can confirm he voted for Trump. Absolutely. Right. I think I saw a sign in the yard. <laughs> 15 minutes passed, and he gives the bottom line that really shows you how he feels. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. I, I, I want to hit on something, and you're going to agree with 100% to break. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show when we come back. All right, so let's let's reset this. Bubba comes in today. He's talked to a doctor friend, and the doctor friend wouldn't say what we want him to say. Nope. The hydroxychloroquine we think uh, can work against uh, COVID. Thanks to these doctors that claim that it's some kind of a cure. It's not a cure, and I think that's the wrong word, a treatment that can help you be done with it quicker and get past it. And uh, and then uh, there's people calling in again who agree and disagree and this and that and they'll go over there. So Bubba's gone to another doctor. <laughs> Ask another doctor friend who I trust very much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I said, Doc, just give me a yes or no. Does it work or not? What do you think? He said, likely yes. Summary of study: twenty five hundred patients in Michigan significantly reduced the mortality rate. By putting them on hydro, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Why, when you look over there, do you get it? What have you I written down? I've got it spelled out the way okay. I can. Okay. <laughs> Plus uh, uh, zithromycin and zinc. No increased cardiac arrhythmias. No, no cardiac trouble. 2,500. Cheap drug, abundant anecdotal evidence shows likely efficiency. The method in which it is being dismissed is... Uh, Effect, effective and potential side effects exaggerated is both unscientific and concerning. Obviously, bias is involved. And here's the bottom line. If my family gets it, I'm giving them hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and a Z-pack. That's the bottom line. What would I do if my wife and kids had this it? But a, the other uh, doctor said he would not. He said he was not doing that. Because you have, it's you, not proven. You have two doctors that we trust so equally we we're right with two completely we different answers. Yeah, that's We're right back where we started, Rick. Good night. Look at that. <laughs> and, and that's the reason why I don't well, understand why I we think, just don't throw it in there with the other stuff. Um, why not? That, that's, I think that's where you're at. I mean, it, Rick, gonna, I, I, I'll, I'll put it this way, too. I think not every doctor thinks alike and looks at things the same way. I mean, we're different humans. 
But even when it comes to the great broadcast engineers I've known, you, you can take two that I would say are excellent, right? And they might build a TV station slightly different. You know, there's just a little different way to get there based on what they've done and what they know. I mean, it's human nature. Still get it done. Yeah, of course. Yeah, both of them would transmit. Yeah, right. Of course, that's the problem. But if one of them's wrong, though, and I'm dead as a wedge. <laughs> yeah. It, well, look, this is a little thing. different wiring up a TV station. Here's the thing. We. Until we have something that we know works that everybody mm-hmm. agrees on, uh, everybody's taking long shots here. Yeah. So this long shot has some anecdotal evidence if it's done correctly. Like I say, some countries you don't even have to have a prescription for this. Don't do, do we they, not? They give it out like M&M. We know. None of us are ready to believe otherwise. We know for a fact that everything we see and hear right now now has ideology, political politics agenda and maybe even can't prove this and maybe i hopefully we're wrong and maybe either maybe also something we also look at follow the money yeah sure. you know that you you sure. can't ignore it's the money you, you, it's there you got you can't ignore look, it. there's big money in health care okay like the defense department you always got to be careful where big money's involved but i'll take look, i'm a capitalist but you have to be careful because they are unscrupulous people who will do in yeah, other folks to make a buck. And but you, I, you got to be careful of that. But I'll take it. I'll even take that negative side of human nature. Yes, I will, because, over a Marxist communist Because I don't want research and development to die. Right. And research and development will die if we go to socialized universal health care. And where we are on, on the great medical frontier will move to a snail's pace yeah. because there will be no way to make a profit. Rick, this is I'm, what I, I would like to know. Maybe you wish things weren't that way. That's Rick, this is what I would like to know. People... And maybe we just need to have a phone segment. I know we got some we will clear here after that. Of people who have had COVID-19, who had to go home, who were sick, what did your doctor prescribe for you? I'd like to know what the treatment was okay. done and, and how soon I they got I like well. it. Is that a fair question? I like it. I mean, let's do, our own, let's do our own anecdotal survey. <laughs> Dang right. There you go. If they want to be anonymous, <laughs> they can be that. Too. Look, this is nothing new. I haven't been able to talk plain since I was a kid, okay? So no, there's right. nothing yeah, new. They're, they're, it, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers y'all. How we it doesn't guys. bother me. It entertains me. <laughs> it entertains I'm me. not bothered. Well, fact, I, I love you it. I wish you'd do more of it. You know what? I'm glad y'all enjoy it. I'm here to make everybody laugh. Thank you. I don't mind being in the bucket. Look. In general, this entire team. It's maybe not two days in a row. And look, look, Mike, Mike number one included, <laughs> we must give everybody hope to be in radio. Oh, Rick. You know what people Rick, say? I bet I could have a show. Rick, do you know how many people have been a guest on this <clears throat> show, went and got their own radio show? Yes. I mean, I can. it takes you two hands to list yeah. them up. Ham's got a few people jobs yeah. in radio from here. Neil and Coleman. You always bring that up. Neil, you? go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, COVID cases are going to spike 33% in the next coming weeks. According to uh, WBRC6, there's been 666,000 people tested, and we're fixing to test every college student going back. Yeah, That's about 200,000. Yep. Every kid that's out of state coming to JSU, UAB, or Alabama, and then every kid that's coming back from the beach, and everybody that's been working out in the public as a student normally does. These students are going to be coming back and getting tested. Yeah, and, and this is going to be just in time for the public education to come back to school. Well, here's the problem with that, Spike, too. From what I've gathered, they're going to have the college kids get kits and test themselves. I'm sure that'll be a roaring, accurate return. Yeah, yeah. Bank we're on those to find out what 50, <laughs> We're fixing to find out what 50,000 household pets have the COVID or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if that's so true. Yeah, I, I, guys, yeah. It, it's, yeah it, I'm it, sure they're going to take it real serious. 
and again, I, I know it goes back to this, and you even heard, you know, John MacArthur making this point. I know some of y'all that want us to be terrified by spikes and positives, but you're not really thinking it through. I know you've dabbled with the death rate as best that you could. That makes your death rate go down. It yeah. makes your death Way rate. Down. It makes your death rate be look like nothing. Yeah. And really, I mean, it's down to about what a skint knee is now. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it right. Well, you heard Doctor MacArthur. I mean, uh, yeah, in uh, in uh, John MacArthur, he said so in California, where he is. He said, first of all, he said ninety nine point nine eight percent of you will not die. He goes, but even if you look at our number, and it was the eighty three hundred people who had died in California, he goes, fifty percent of them are over eighty years old. He goes, so if you're under eighty, now you're down to a ninety nine point nine nine percent. That you won't die, and he goes, and that does not warrant closing church. There you go, and and see, they're not. You think they're not thinking that part through? If you're trying to shut things down, you want to have a. Rick, I asked yes. this question three weeks ago. Yeah, you did. I remember that. You don't want to because death. the death I, I, the death rate percentage would be higher right. if you had fewer positive cases. But and, see, I think if you're that doesn't scare let's, people. Though. Let's just say the, you're Doctor Death right. back you're there right. in the you're, cave, right? You're, you're, and you're right. trying to to chunk uh, the whole election. And you're plotting to do it, and you come out with this, and you come out with that, and you come out with that. I, I think they're to the point that the they've got the media in their pocket so much they don't even care if the numbers don't equal now because they think they've they've muddied yeah. the water so much nobody nobody yeah. can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. All, right, All right. When we come back, you all we want are people who had tested positive to COVID nineteen, and then your doctor prescribed what? Yeah. What What was done for you after you tested positive? We'll take. Asymptomatic and people who were just positives, who were po- well. I mean, that's yeah. you tested positive. And what did your doctor do? Yeah. Anything, if anything, if and if anything. he did anything or he she did anything, what did they do? Yep, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Thirty-five minutes past Rick and Bubba's show. Thanks for being with us. All right, have you uh, have y'all tried the new sponsor yet? Allforum.com slash Bubba out there. I have. Love the chair that I got. Got a little little footstool with it. It's in leather. Got it into the camp house just like I like it. They they shipped it right to the door. Uh, put it together, uh, you know, with a little help from Gary. But I mean, it wasn't. And, oh, you ain't nothing to it. You could have done this. You could do it, right? You could have done this if you just you know sit down and not acted like an eight year old. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, they do send it right to your door. These are American-made. They're handmade furniture. It's the kind of quality that you would see on at a high-end place, but you're buying direct, so you're saving yourself a lot of money, and they're shipping it to your door, and you can put it to, in your home or wherever you're sending it to. All form, A-L-L-F-O-R-M.com slash Bubba, and the, what they have is all shapes and sizes, colors, fabrics, the type of legs you want. For armchairs, sofas, sectionals, and love seats. This is what they specialize in. Allform.com slash Bubba. Check out their great selection and pick yours. If you go to allform.com slash Bubba, you get 20% off anything that you buy. Allform.com slash Bubba. They also offer a forever warranty on their furniture. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors as well. All right, a lot of COVID-19. Yeah, oh yeah. All right, Ryan in Meridian, Mississippi. Ryan, you've had COVID. What did the doctor prescribe, if anything? I had I had a hydrochloroquine Z pack, and I got zinc over the counter, and I also took albuterol breathing treatments. Me and a coworker, I'm a utility worker, same line that Greg did, and I had a partner, and he actually got it first. His wife's a nurse, and uh, he kind of was hush about it, and then we ended up all getting sick. 
and uh, his his doctor just sent him home. Uh, didn't give him anything for it. Told him to ride it out. Uh, on day eight, my symptoms were completely gone. He's on day fifteen now. Still sick as a dog. Mm. I am three hundred and ten pounds. He's one hundred and forty, soaking wet. So you wow. you had the whole thing. I mean, you had the hydroxychloroquine on, on, yeah, and the breathing and treatment. Day, right, and on day three, after my test was positive, the forty eight hour test, and the day after I got the results, I was I mean I was sick as a dog, uh, sick as a dog. And on day eight, man, it lifted up, and and I and I was back to work on day ten. After I took my next test, and well, it came back negative. Okay, so you're saying that apparently he has been given nothing, and he has had a right. much harder experience than you that were given hydroxychloroquine and then the and breathing and breathing treatments. Okay, oh, all that's, right, that's something. Isn't it? it is. Uh, let's go to Rocky. Five points, Rocky. Welcome uh, to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, Rocky. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. So, uh, yeah, me, my wife, and my daughter, we all three tested positive. We all had symptoms, fever, cough, all that. And so they prescribed a Z-Pack, uh, a nebulizer with a butyrol because my wife has severe asthma. But uh, this doctor right here has been practicing for years and years and years. So she said to get out in the sun, don't lay around, even if you feel bad, if you can, get outside. And something about, I guess, the sun, you know, does something to the virus and helps it or makes you sweat it out. But, man, we're we're all great now. We got, uh, sorry about that. We got uh, diagnosed three weeks ago, and now we're all fine back at work. So, and what what were you given other than the sun? Uh, just Z-Pack. Okay. Z-Pack, and I, I boot a raw with a nebulizer, you know. Breathing gotcha. yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. Okay, so Z-Pack and the nebulizer. And get out in the sun, and in three weeks they're all the whole family's clear. Uh, let's go to uh, Karen in Montgomery. Karen, go ahead. Hey guys, love your show. Thank First you. time caller. Thank you very much for calling. So, what's on your mind? Now, what happened? Well, my dad had COVID. He was eighty. He's eighty-seven. He was in the hospital here at Jackson's Hospital in Montgomery for five and a half weeks. He was given radesimir mm-hmm. and we had to go through two different people to be able to give permission for him to take that drug since nobody could go to the hospital and sign papers um, it was verbal over the phone and I really believe that was his turnaround because he had a living will so there would be no respirator no ventilator at all right. um, he was on oxygen and I really thought that I was going to lose him and um, had made peace with um, that he was probably not going to make it. But he did, and he is now in a rehab because he lost almost 30 pounds um, during the course of the five and a half weeks because he had no appetite whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But he's learning to walk again. Huh. And I'm just well, very great. thankful. But you think that drug yeah. that, that drug was a turning point Redesimir. for him? I really do Redesimir. because he was the Redesimir, yeah. He um, had gotten to where he wasn't breathing well, and he was on oxygen. And um, they couldn't reduce it because every time they did, it would go down, and it can't get the level can't get down um, too low before right. they have to put it back put them back on it. Right. Yeah. And um, so anyway, um, I really 
believe that it was that drug that did his turnaround. Well, that's good. Thank you very much. Uh, and I'm glad he's doing better. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Carol. Carol, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, hey. Carol. Uh, my mom was diagnosed in April. She was diagnosed on April 7th and was in the hospital until July 1st and was on a ventilator for six weeks. Wow. Did they give her any any of these drugs? Um, they could not give remdesivir because they were not at a at a testing facility. In other words, only certain hospitals are given that drug to, to test on patients. And so uh, the hospital in Birmingham where she was was not a designated hospital. Now, they tried the hydroxychloroquine, and it made her very, very, very sick, um, like uh, her, her GI tract couldn't handle it. So... She was constantly vomiting, and so they were concerned about that. Um, and so they did do the Zithromax. Um, they tried that. But most of the other treatments, they said, um, were not an option, like the, the blood plasma. Mm-hmm. That was not an option because, again, she wasn't at a designated facility to do that. Yeah, so what, so, what, what brought her out of the coma? She just got through it and then just survived it? She got... Yes, she got got better. She just uh, eventually, they just started, you know, trying to wean wean the um, vent down because you know she was only supposed to be on the vent two weeks. Right. Uh, that came and went. They had to go to a, a tracheostomy. I mean, it was just absolutely hmm. terrible, the, terrible, the horrible. Days, yeah. Right. The number of her days were not expired. God. God Amen. was not ready yeah. for her life to end. But you, yeah, but you can draw nothing. None of the treatments seem to make any difference for her other than she just finally got past it. No, and here's the thing. She was she was 69 when she was diagnosed. She turned 70 while she was in a coma. Um, but she worked. She worked full-time. She worked the day she went into the hospital that night. She had worked all day. So she got that sick that fast. Yeah, yeah, and you certainly hear that story a lot. But put that in the category, Bubba, of nothing worked for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we continue. You know, it's kind of all over the road. It is. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's all individuals, whether something works for yeah. you or it doesn't. Or somebody come back and say, well, none of it works. It's just individual how well you deal with it or not. Yeah. To Karen Indicator. Karen, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey. First time caller. Thank you. Thank you very much. My husband started with symptoms the day before 4th of July. He got tested 4th of July. I got sick on Monday, got tested. His results never came back. Mine came back positive. I uh, didn't take anything because we, we tested at two different places. I tested at a fever clinic, and um, I do have asthma, and I have a Ventolin albuterol inhaler. And that helped me with the shortness of breath. But we neither of us took anything, and it's been um, almost four weeks, and we feel great. So, how bad was it when you had it? Did you ever get real bad, or just mild symptoms? Um, mostly mild symptoms. For three days, we had um, fever, short, you know, a little bit of cough. Sure. I probably had more symptoms than he did. Uh, the second week was shortness of breath and extreme fatigue. Like, and I'm still quite not backed up to full strength, but uh, it really wasn't, except for losing a couple of weeks of my life, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had. Yeah. See, see how it very, and I have some friends that what she just described is exactly what happened to them, same exact symptoms, 
the talk of fatigue and everything, they were convinced they had it, and they all tested negative. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, Rick, there's a lot of things that make you sick. And yeah, but they were talking about it was all the things they say, but like you said, there's things that mirror that are similar. And Yeah, I mean, the same thing I have with seasonal allergy is the same. I mean, you feel uncomfortable, you lose taste, you lose smell, you know, all that. Get run down. Get run down. So there you go. Can't breathe. We'll be back. Uh, and you know what? That really cleared everything up. Just still all over the road. I think you see why it's a Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Let's go. Hey, thanks for all of you that's contacted us. We didn't get to all of you, but bottom line, it looks like. If you have COVID-19, treatments are effective for some people, not effective for others. Some of it's common sense. If you have a trouble having trouble breathing, let's give you the things we already know help when you have trouble in inflammation with breathing, treating symptoms, cutting down the time that you're sick. But it seemed to be varied wildly from patient to patient and doctor to doctor. So we, we stay in kind of that clear as mud. But for those of you that have gotten better, so thankful that you have. And for those yes, yes. that have lost loved ones, um, we certainly agree with you. Uh, your America continues. These are the days of America. Walking together through the Bubba, we go to Seattle, where it, ap- it appears, if you remember, Seattle uh, decided that they wanted to be part of this new proposal. Chop. The, the, we're, we're, leave the chop alone. Let six blocks of our downtown area be taken over. In an insurrection. In an insurrection, and we will not bother them with law enforcement. As a matter of fact, the mayor, law enforcement, you cannot go there. Uh, we're going to show you how people can wonderfully uh, you know, police themselves. Uh, you know, This is the without all the overreaching hand of, of horrible law enforcement. Uh, of course, due process, law and order. Of course, obviously, these are people who never read Romans thirteen, but still, sure. Uh, it says that um, now, after this experiment seemed to go bad, since we had two, uh, apparently, we can't get them in the headlines. Uh, young African American men who were killed uh, by those that suddenly took over the job of law enforcement uh, because they be- began to want chop to be the way they wanted it. Uh, and we also had uh, allegations of rape and theft and violence. It just turned horrible. And then eventually, let's see, how did we eventually get rid of CHOP? Oh, we actually started letting law enforcement do their job, and then we removed that. We cleaned that up, and we said that did not go well. So we now have Seattle residents that are now slamming the defund the police plan. What? And they said this was a radical experiment, and it went bad. So these people made their way to the city budget meeting, and, uh, of course, the city was uh, proposing defunding the police uh, by uh, 50%, resulting in layoffs for hundreds of officers. Uh, And it says, uh, as Seattle deals with the coronavirus outbreak and frequent riots and other unrest, and they've been dealing with this since May 25th after the horrible death of George Floyd, they said uh, the defund the police effort was initially popular in the city. It now has become very unpopular. Hmm. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> that confused you, <laughs> sir? Uh-oh. Wait just a minute. 
<laughs> I thought we was going to get rid of law enforcement. We was all going to live in happy dude all day. <laughs> What's happened? Did we remove the police and then things got worse? How'd that happen? <laughs> dude all day. Hey, can we bring them back? <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> I like the. Swapping. I got somebody yeah. camped out in my living room. Yeah, Rick, I love really the. Really got low there too. <laughs> oh yeah, he's getting that. The police left, and people lost their minds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chicago comes in too and says, "Oh, by the way, we're going to add two hundred more." Chicago has added two hundred police uh, to downtown tourist districts because their tourism has been affected by the rise of. Say it with me. Violent yeah. criminals. Wait just a minute. Oh, no. Oh. So if I go to Chicago without the police, people keep hassling me? <laughs> Taking what's mine? <laughs> Where's the police? <laughs> I need 200 more so I can see the sights. <laughs> How'd this happen, Greg? I don't know. How? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a body. So... What we've done, so tourists will not be afraid of Chicago, Bubba, we've added police. Shocking. We also added police to the most violent areas of Chicago. and Didn't the mayor tell the, the, the numbers are looking better? Didn't, tell, didn't the mayor in the, in the closed meeting that we got audio of uh, tell the city councilman who was making that exact point that he was full of it? Yes. You remember Talking that? about Lightfoot? Yep. Yeah, and, Light, and he mm-hmm. said, no, Lightfoot, you're going to answer my question? <laughs> yeah. Lightfoot's a lightweight. Yeah, that's what Hannity's, that's Hannity's new thing, calling Lightfoot a lightweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you one thing Gordon Lightfoot said, rain drops are going to be falling on everybody's head. Yep. That's it. So we have two stories here. <laughs> Seattle was just going to be the bastion of what it looks like. Shop, baby. Hey, there's no need for these evil no, people. No, defund. And Rick, defund, they, defund. Rick, within two weeks, it already killed two African Americans. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm. Keep that in mind. Well, you know, I, I, I guess you know, over there in some, I, I don't know, the Teletubby world where <laughs> rabbits are jumping on grass hills. <laughs> we, we, the weird world. So when, so honestly, there's there we have a problem, and we do, with individual human beings who are in law enforcement that should not be there. I still think it's a better plan to maybe talk to the unions about overprotecting bad officers. Maybe, maybe that's something we look at. Maybe the, the things that we have to get somebody removed from law enforcement, we need to, we need to uh, tighten up on that a little bit. That's something to look at. Mm-hmm. We need to be sure that if an officer has done something that he should be or she should be um, you know, punished for with, with being put into jail, uh, certainly be removed. Uh, then we make sure that uh, we don't have any cases that uh, that are tolerated that seem to not adhere to the evidence before everyone. That's fine. Let me tell you what is not the plan, and it will not work in Seattle and Chicago both saying, Wait just a minute! <laughs> Greg, if you remove law enforcement, will crime go up? <laughs> <laughs> what about the scale? Has anybody ever been taught cause and effect? Ever? you what, no. Now they're saying, well... Maybe, hey, maybe good law enforcement is actually a good thing because, gosh, it looks like in this depraved, fallen society, there's some really bad people out there. Yeah. Yep, it's yep. hard to do business when they keep crashing your window out and burning your stuff it and is. stealing it. It's very difficult. Look, it's free, hard to make a living. A free it's, and open country cannot, they cannot flourish if they don't have security. They've got to have peace and security. Right. 
You can't have prosperity without peace. You just can't. That's right. No. And, and I, you know, if you if you have a faith based point of view, read it for yourself. God instituted government for it appears to be the main reason is to keep law and order in a fallen creation and punish to pu- and to punish those the evildoer. Punish those that try to bring harm into a fallen society. Yep. And to, to God pro- is not a god of chaos. Never has been. Never nah, not will a be. fan. Chaos is a is an absolute signature of the other side. Right. Yep. Yeah. So if you, uh, it's funny because we have a we have a political party that seems to believe in the biggest central government the world has ever known, but then they get upset when the government overreaches and does something that they think is unfair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all know that these bad law, uh, officers are the arm of the government, <laughs> right? Right. Yes. And then y'all want more government? <laughs> Somebody help me! I I can't even follow this emotional logic. Know. You know why? Because there's no way there to follow it. Yeah. Makes no sense. So, uh, Seattle and Chicago kind of rethinking their down with the police. We don't need them. They're realizing, eh, we actually do. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully, didn't, didn't see that one coming, this, Rick. This yeah. little experiment didn't quite. Hey, we tried it. It was an experiment. Look, all experiments don't go well. Kind of, you know what they did? Grossly underestimated the depravity of human beings. There you go. Well, man, if, if police just leave everybody alone, we'd all live together right. in a kumbaya. We'd all live together in a little white house. I mean, it's just uh, <laughs> exactly. This it doesn't work that way. Maybe in children's stories, but not in the real world. Nope. Top of the hour. That's your your America update, and there's so many every day. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Plaza and teleport 26 and a half years rolling on. And we're glad that you're here. And uh, we'll talk to you this hour. Uh, we'll meet and play today or tomorrow. You'll definitely get that. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming up this weekend. We'll record another one today. We talked with Adam Davis about the current state of law enforcement and uh, the ongoing issues involving being a law enforcement agent in today's society, and uh, we'll talk to him about that in our podcast that'll be coming up again uh, this weekend. Also, don't forget yesterday's Bible study now available, the part number 12 of the Unsaved Christian. We uh, unpack life in the culture of the Bible Belt, uh, the the land of, uh, of cultural Christianity. So uh, enjoy that from yesterday. 
that also available to you on our YouTube channel and podcast channel. Let's welcome back. Look right there. There's Bill Bubba Bush. Well, glad to be here, Rick. Uh, man, what a pleasure. Huh? Well, I hope you're not looking for a slip and slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Can I tell you, oh, oh, uh, oh. I, was, I was just perusing this other story. It's pretty funny, too. But um, the, the old slip and slide, Rick, few things were as much fun growing up as a slip and slide. And I'll tell you how we used to do it. I, I've heard some of the stories what some people did. We used to get so you had a ball and you had to throw it like you were throwing a pitch. And then the person on the slip and slide would take off like they were stealing a base. And the catcher had to throw it back to him. You had to try to tag them out while they were on slip and slide. I like that. Oh, that's oh, that, nice. is that was good. fun. That was good stuff right I like there. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I made the mistake when I first time I put a slip and slide out for a dad because our yard has these different step downs. You know, mm-hmm. the backyard goes down. Yep. So you have a terrace that steps down to another one, then to another you can one. Get some speed up. And so I found where that one there's one side that does not. You know, it just goes straight down. You have you have the rock walls and they come down, but over here you've really just got a water runoff area that is nothing but grass coming mm-hmm. down. So I would put mine like you're coming down a slide. Yeah. Oh yeah. And maybe you we, just flew on that. Thing. Yeah, they did. And people were like people were really going off the end of yeah. it. it. It caused some issues. Right. <laughs> you know, remember I was the one who came oh. up with the zip line that went downhill as well, and that was that was a bad design. <laughs> and I don't know about y'all, but we got to going so fast on ours because we would back ours up so you got a running start before you got to. Of sure. course. And you hit it, and we would slide off of that thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. it Into didn't. Grass. It, yeah, we yeah. would go wailing off that thing wide open. Uh huh. They said because of COVID-19 and the pandemic, the slip and slide cannot meet demand. Nope. <laughs> Sold out. Well, you know what it is? Everybody was cooped up at home. Have you seen all these other uh, old, what I call low-tech games and things, that the, the percentage of sales they've had on? Well, yeah. that's the reason why we now have Rick and Bubba cards and a Rick and Bubba puzzle. <laughs> uh, we got stuff you can do at home. Ooh, there. Did you see now, the Frisbee numbers? Yeah, Frisbee numbers are up sure. 500%. I never have really liked throwing the Frisbee. Yeah, that's fun. fun. It's fun. It's fun. Gotta be in the mood. It's fun until it gets stuck on the roof. It always gets every stuck. time. Every yeah, we never put one up. Usually we right just, there over the garage. We mm-hmm. just we yeah. just waited till we wanted it again and went and knocked it off the roof. Exactly. Rick, I, I like the Rick and slip and slide, and at the <laughs> end of it, it's got y'all's mouths open or whatever, and you can slide right into your mouth. <laughs> I like that. Well, mm. the uh, I mean, it's like moving right along, like you're eating them. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but uh, yeah, that was uh, maybe maybe. Oh my goodness, Bubba, please look, y'all. <laughs> there you go. Now we didn't. <laughs> He's safe. Wow, that was. We rough. didn't. Oh, oh. We didn't have that blue thing at the end. It looked no. like where they were stuck. No, yeah, we just pool. we gathered up speed, oh, man. We here were, we go. Just keep on going. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say boog- grass boogie up. boards are up three hundred percent. Uh, so Whammo's doing great. Whammo, they're, they're timeless toys. Remember the great Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Hula hoop. Nah, I didn't I, like I've that. never been big on hula. I, I didn't. Liked the hula. I didn't like hacky sack because I never smoked dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and I uh, used deodorant. Right, yeah, and I had deodorant, and I didn't smell weird. <laughs> Don't hurt Adler's feelings. He loves the that. only reason he I didn't would, like it anymore. I would ever think you would do that would be if you were pinned inside. You you couldn't go outside to do anything else, and the big area in the gym was already taken. You know, yeah. that would be the only reason. Get a little footwork in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, it, it never just, drew it me It just in. looked so foreign. Well, we just, we just missed it. It wasn't our era. Yeah. It if it had been our era, we probably would have been okay with it. But I doubt it, it. we just missed it. Yeah. And uh, to me, I still enjoy playing wiffle ball probably as much as anything. I love wiffle ball. I, I wish there was more wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so board kids on a hot day, they have, 
They have consumed the slip and slide. You can't even get one. Can't find yeah. one. Hey, Rick, everybody wants. You one. know, I think as kids, we were just more creative because we spent so much time outside. We came up with games, and oh, sometimes yeah. we'd morph multiple yeah. games into one. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we've talked about, too, how going back, I've gone back to Pascagoula, Mississippi at some of the yards I played in, and I thought at the time they were as big as a football oh, sure. field. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I go back, and they're as big tiny. as this room, it's just tiny. tiny, but we made it work. Oh, yeah. We well, have and I, I've mentioned this one too, like when I was at my grandparents. It's about the time that uh, Dr. Pepper came out, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> you know, we, you didn't even we didn't even have all the fancy stuff we had at home, right? So uh, I don't forget who showed me how to do this, but you get a corn cob and put chicken feathers in it, four of them on the back, and throw it, and it would uh, go I've like a helicopter. Mm. Oh, it was awesome! Did you wipe your awesome. up with it, or did you just no? Throw it? We just threw it. We just do it. Well, you have to. No, it was fun, though. But you put them four feathers, and it would spin like like a a helicopter when it went down. Yeah, that's great. I I remember everything that we had, really no matter what it was, (laughs) it could be slip and slide. You you just come up with anything y'all just mentioned, and it had to be a competition. Oh, Had to yeah. be. Yeah. We would find some way, some way to make to it a competition. Yeah. You know, yep. it, you know, so who got down the slide the fastest? Right. You know, what are we going to count by? 1,001, <laughs> one Mississippi? Who, you know, because nobody had a stopwatch or anything no. like that. You know, so you're like, who can go down the fastest? Okay, uh, he went down at eight. Who, who can beat eight? Uh-huh. Everything had to be a competition. Yeah. Who can take the corn, the corn cob and throw it the furthest? I mean, yeah. it, 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 it always had to turn into some kind yeah. of competition. Right. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, would play, we played baseball with rocks and a stick one time. It was oh, that yeah. bad. Yeah. Sure. We used to. We had a gravel, gravel drive, so we would just get a stick and go at the end of the driveway, and you'd mark off singles, doubles, yeah. home runs, and, and keep Throw scoring. it up and hit it. Yeah. Yep. Just, mm-hmm. I'd play that for hours. Hours. Oh, sure. And it's real hard to hit a rock. With a stick, I know because if it was a gr- you know gravel type rock, oh yeah, you know, they were they were they were big, but they wasn't you know like a baseball. No, no. hitting rocks, and if you ever hit one, it'd go. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the crack of the bat. No, that that was the thing. Take a stick, go out in the gravel mm-hmm. driveway and hit rocks. Yeah, and, and if anybody ever found a golf ball, oh, and you hit it with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. it, we argued over who was going to get to hit it because it was gone. Yeah, I mean, it you would never just disappear would find in the woods. It. Never would find. I it. remember we found our way to the biggest field that we could find at our local little league park. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Somebody found a, a golf ball, and it's like it was a piece of treasure. <laughs> so we got in. Our, we got. We're, hey, we're headed to the ball field, and we're going. So hit it out. We're going to where they have the biggest field they have. For the for the the either men's league or something, <laughs> we're going to the biggest one, and we're going to see who can. And then you had to t- like draw straws or whatever yeah. to see who got to hit it. And uh, well, it's bad when somebody fouled it and you couldn't find it. Yeah, <laughs> what a loser! They were booed. And then we pl- had a version of baseball we played with a the handle of some sort of garden tool mm-hmm. and a, and a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You the, remember we the bat it. was the was the garden tool. You know, the head of it had fallen yeah. off the oh, rake yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And, and you played with a tennis ball. We, I, I we would flip the anything. trampoline on its side, mm-hmm. and, and that way you could oh, fast okay. pitch. We'd yeah. Backstop. Yeah. yeah. And we'd, we'd hum it in okay. the trampoline. That's yeah. good. But, but if the pitch was just right, it would come off that and hit the batter in the sure. head on yeah. the backside. But that's all. We couldn't ever get onto the really big fields. For some reason, they were always locked up. So the smaller fields, you had to switch hit. You couldn't. Yeah, you know, you yeah, couldn't yeah, go, yeah. And, 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 and play on those. I remember that. Because you wouldn't have to hit it. Anymore. Yeah. Because I guess you're assuming the fields we got on weren't locked either. <laughs> yeah, I just jumped right over. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It locked didn't bother us. They also say jet skis are out. This isn't a game, but just getting on the water, anything on the water, it's hard to find. Yeah. See, if oh, you got yeah. in the fence and it was locked, that meant the grown-ups couldn't get you because they <laughs> yeah. couldn't climb the fence. Yeah, field. yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show taking yours at eight six six. We need big Helmsies on the phones. 
Morgantown, West Virginia is a standing by, and Jason is on the horn. Jason, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Jason. Jason? Jason? Hello, Jason. Hey. Jason? We lost Jason. Hello, this is Jason. Sorry, Jason. Jennifer in I've Elba. Got a chicken that eats popcorn. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> in Elba, Alabama. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Fire, fired up and ready. Let's go. Okay. All right, good deal. So we bought a house here in Elba about 2002, and every year since we have moved in, we have had slip and slides in our backyard. Mm-hmm. From the Top of the hill all the way to the bottom to the next door neighbor's yard is about 120 foot. Ooh. Ooh. So my kids are 20 and oh, 21 yeah. now, so we don't do that anymore. But the last time we did it was two years ago. My son went and bought a hundred foot wide, a hundred foot long, 20 foot wide plastic that you get from um, from Lowe's. Oh, man made. You could put, yeah, you could Ooh. put. Four big inflatables on it and go down it all at the same time. You're talking about some fun. Them kids (laughs) had some fun. I want to do that. Gracious, you you had man. What you found? You just got you a big old thing of plastic and what? Would you you just wet it? Is that all you have on it? Oh, hose pipe. Yeah, we had a a good sprinkler uh, system set up, and they would go buy baby oil, the bubbles, anything that they could to get it to slide down. But, yeah, we had many, many good summers on this hill in this backyard. Pete <laughs> said you put oil all over yeah, did you have, Yeah, did you have any crashes or anything like that? Any any big, uh, you know, little, little, little pill yeah. out? A little injury but, here and there? Oh. Well, let's just say I may or not, you may or not have broke a pinky one time doing it. But. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Mama got involved. Mama got involved. Here comes Mama. Yeah, here you go. There she goes. Oh, yeah. That's about the only way I would go down, though, there, uh, you know, toward the end was I'd have to have an inflatable to go down on just to keep me from getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Even got inflatables on it. But that's somebody serious. Yeah. Buddy. How about how about how about when the water's not really on it and you jump on it and it burns your yeah, skin because it's dry? I know. Hmm? I know. Dang it. Yeah. It hurt. Jason, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Hey, Jason. We, 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 I see you got back in. What happened? I appreciate it, fellas. My, my work phone rang. So Green Acres. How about uh, that? All right. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> So what's going on, brother? So um, I'm a I'm a podcast guy. I'm not a live show guy. When I called him a minute ago, I said, I don't even know where you guys are in the show. No clue right now because, boys, I got it like I like it. I get up. I start my day. I'm an outside sales for Pella Windows and Doors, and I crank that podcast up. Boys, I tell you what, y'all get me through my freaking day, man. I'm telling you, it is. I start it. I stop it. I throw in the AirPods, <laughs> and I listen to it, and – Sometimes I finish it at night in bed, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there laughing. My wife goes, are you listening to Rick and Bubba? And I'm like, yeah. And I get to laughing. And mm-hmm. so anyway, I just, I'm a day of podcast guy. These people that are weeks behind, I don't understand them. I, I got a lot of emails. There's a whole other Rick and Bubba culture out there. They're podcast people, but they're not current podcast people. They're living in the Rick and Bubba past. It's very strange. Yeah, It's very odd to me. But, I, again, I got it just like I like it. I dial it in. I get the commercial. I mean, I I can do the entire show in like you know, two three hours. You know what I mean? Because there's no commercials sure. or anything. But I got it. Hang you know what we need um, to get. You know what Jason gets, don't you? Most intense listener of the week. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. What, what I want. One more thing. I wanted to say this. I don't know if we're on a phone troll or not, but um, I was a 2005 six guy. Lost my affiliate in South Carolina. Yeah. Life happened. We had three kids. Yeah. You know how that goes. Sure. Oh boy. Um, so I didn't even know I knew Greg, I knew who Greg was because you know he was, did his thing with the power company. But I come back and there's an Adler 
and there's a Helms. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on. I'm like, where's D? Where's, you know, where's Ryan Greenwood? What's going on? But now that I'm back in, I love it, fellas. You know, you, you guys inspire me. I was a youth pastor for about 15 years, so I'm all about what you guys are doing. And, um, again, Thanks, man. I'm all about wow. it. Oh, I appreciate are, you, man. You fire me up, That's man. Right. You know what most intense listeners are? Fire it up. Fire it up. There it is. Somebody said, I don't even know where you are in the show. I'm just calling. I think it's still live. There it is. That's good. Gil Dern. These Ricky and Bubba past people, have you have – you, that they won't move forward. It's like they want to live out their life yeah. on the Rick and Bubba it. timeline, no matter what's happening in the world. <laughs> I know. That must be, you know, that, yeah, that, and there's a little more of that than I realize. Uh, let's go to Steve in Huntsville. Steve, 100.3, the river. Come on. So picture this. So take a slip and slide and combine it with the game kickball. I mean, so we did that this past week. You line the baselines up with the plastic, you put the oil down, you put yeah. the water, you set the bases up. And then, then it's every man and woman for himself. <laughs> I love that. I like that. And I like that a lot. And I'm in. That would have been something we would have come up with. I right? like yeah, it. I like it a lot. Exactly right. You know, the only thing, we couldn't afford but one slip and slide. That was a problem. We I didn't know. have enough to do the whole yeah. infield. Only and one I, hose, I, I found them, even with my own kids, not to be overly durable. They tear up pretty quick. No, yeah, you're right. They don't. Last oh, we t- we would tear one up. I mean, we never put one up. No. By the time we were done with it, it was, it was a one day experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd rip the side out of it. The hose wouldn't stay in it. Sure. You know, Mike in Florida. Mike, come on. Hey guys, I want you to know you touched my heart this morning, Bubba. Calling out that rocket launch. You 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 were so into it. I come up with an idea, guys. Okay. Virgin Galactic offering the spaceship. You guys have, from time to time, mentioned when you're no longer going to do this. Start you a GoFundMe account to finance Rick and Bubba in space. (laughs) Your final show broadcast live from Virgin Galactic. (laughs) That would be... I knew it was coming at some point. Mike, 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 that's a fantastic idea. So I, I, we know when we're leaving. We know it's over. Because I have a bad feeling for us. We're not going to know it's over. <laughs> we'll be told it's over. Somebody's going to decide for us. I think. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, hey, Rick. Hey, guys, it's over. Rick, I'd be like a confused American. Why won't my key work? Yeah. What? Yeah. What's wrong? Why can't get in the plaza? <laughs> we got a broadcast to do. I mean, we're done. Yeah, I, I just. My yeah, I have a. I have a. Yeah, that that sounds like a great plan. That means we're okay. We we yeah. we, we know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> Do you oh, like when it just comes? Do you like when it just comes in with one word? Or yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Every now and then you let it go, but then that calls for dancing. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even know what the song means, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get enough. You gotta love the beast. Tonight. I can't. It, it it just carries me back to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if I could put one of those things on, that was just a microwave. Oh, <laughs> and just whenever I want to, I click it, and now we're coming yeah. through that. And, oh, and it's already yes. got there. Oh, yeah. oh. I could do conf- Confused American in that voice. <laughs> and look like <laughs> Janet Jackson did. But I got to tell you, that's not a bad idea. You talk mm-hmm. about a way to go out. Mm-hmm. Bubba and I are currently here on the launching pad. Uh-huh. We're about to take off on the Virgin uh, Galactic. <laughs> Bubba, it's been a great run. <laughs> Can't you see it? Oh. Uh-huh. All right, we're starting to oh. come up to speed now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good uh, – that, that, there's your goodbye. That's, that I'd, make, I'd make Rick and Dennis at the bottom of the coast <laughs> like nothing. Mm-hmm.
You can't believe I remember that. Kid. That's good. <laughs> That's so inside. That's so inside. That's so inside. Uh, I've got it down. There you go. And I need a lot of it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, so are we going to do this? What's that? Which one? Oh, that oh one? yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. Bye-bye, pretty I forgot. Interesting. All right, we'll come back. <laughs> More civics <laughs> lesson. Trouble in our home state of Alabama. We'll Uh-oh. talk about it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, 35 minutes past the hour. Already had my first dose today of Relief Factor, and there will be another. Uh, you know, try to do a little better, try to move around a little bit, or, heck, that you say you get our age, sometimes you're hurting and you don't even know why. But anyway, so uh, getting a lot of great uh, emails. Come on, Eileen from Kentucky. She writes, um, hey, I received my Relief Factor two weeks ago, she says. Sheltering at home, my pain was only getting worse to the point where walking was even a problem. I'm only 57, but I felt a lot older than that. Uh, but things still don't work the way they used to, as you guys know, and we do. I uh, want you to know I'm walking pretty normal again. Uh, I'm dancing to music uh, on the television and watching you guys uh, on YouTube or listening on the radio. I started the first few days with three packets, uh, and now I'm down to two a day. And I just want to let you know that you've totally changed my life by introducing me to Relief Factor. I really do love the show. Well, you're welcome, Eileen. And I'm glad you're loving it. And maybe you'll send us an email that's just like that. By going to relieffactor.com, you get a three-week trial for $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know whether this all-natural product uh, that features four botanicals that helps fight the body's natural inflammatory response. Uh, And I have a lot of people that I know. I take it. They love it. Uh, Over 70% of the people that do the three-week trial order more, which means they've seen some some positive results. You might as well. Uh, Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, 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 COVID-19, the state of Alabama, uh, mass, no mass, yeah, uh, constitution, we, my goodness. Well, interesting, uh, again, you know, every day is like a new civics lesson. It is. Uh, it here is. In, in our state Maybe and in our country. It. It's educational, as I like to say. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Rick, wow. Uh, th- now follow this, okay? A real estate agent in Scottsboro and two other people have filed a lawsuit against the governor of the state of Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey, and the state health officer, Scott Harris, over the governor's mask order, arguing they didn't have the authority to issue it, even as a temporary measure, to prevent the spread of COVID-19. And in our state, uh, this is also very topical because yesterday, uh, which we'll get to this other story, the, um, the governor announced the mask ordinance will be extended to yeah. the end of August. Debbie Mathis, along with two retirees, <clears throat> Barry M-U-N-Z-A and Larry Munza. Lewis... Argued in court documents that the mask order is unenforceable and illegally adopted and that they are risk of immediate in, uh, injury at every moment uh, if they violate it by being within six feet of anyone. This refers to the risk or fine or jail time, calling it uh, 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 that they're being deprived of their liberty. Now, the complaint argues, and this is, this is really where the rubber hits the road here, The complaint argues that the state health officer 
has no more power than the state health board to issue orders, and that any order needs time for notice, publication, and comment. Now, this is the you know how the public should be made aware of stuff in the official publication. Uh, there should be public comment on it before it goes into effect. This is the normal process, okay? And while the, they agree that the governor has certain emergency powers, it says there is no statutory authority that would allow the governor to mandate the wearing of mask under any circumstance. So while they admit the governor has special emergency powers to handle an emergency, once the emergency drags on and you just start making laws up, now you're being the legislature. Mm-hmm. And, and they're saying you don't have that statutory still authority go to do same, that. Still got to go through the so, same There's step. still a process. Right. You have the, like an emergency. I we all you. take cover. We move in things, all that. That's an emergency. Now you're just rolling out order after order, extending order. Now it should go back to the legislature if they're going to do that. Yeah, they're saying once you can't get inside that stream and then start adding stuff without right. getting out of the stream and starting over. The state, uh, the plaintiff's attorney, Seth Ashmore of Scottsboro, said that, said the lawsuit is more about correct procedure for such orders. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, well, anytime the government this, gets out of line, you got to you got to reel them back in. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the main plaintiff in this, let me, let me read you what she says. It's pretty interesting, too. As a licensed real estate broker of the state of Alabama, I follow the laws of Alabama, and I do what is right, Mathis said. Governor Kay Ivey, as governor of Alabama, should also follow the laws and do what is right. Regardless of status, all must abide by the law. In other words, they're calling, you know, right here, that you got to follow the law. We heard that that in Congress this week. You got to follow the law. Everybody has to follow the law, including the government. On on every situation. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't know how much luck they'll have, but I think they do at least make some interesting points. Well, I think what they're doing is important, and it may sound petty. Well, they're redressing the government. That that is a legal protest of what's going on. But it sounds no bricks, no fires, legal protest. Well, and even, even you might think, well, this seems petty. We all need to wear a mask, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. That's not the point they're making. The point they're making is what our founding fathers warned us about. Rule when, of law. When you're in a time of fear and panic, or you're getting pressed on, the government will always grab power. In those times, keep your head about you and don't let them start doing things any other way than the way it is demanded by the Constitution of the country or the Constitution of your state. You don't let them grab ground in the middle of this if they're not allowed to do it. And that's the point these two are making. And I agree. And I'm not saying the governor's done anything wrong. I don't know. But I'm saying if, if they walk through this and they come to the conclusion the government can't do these things, you must do it through the legislative process you're overstepping your authority, then we should all be for that at the state level, the local level, and the fe- certainly the federal level. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway. Again, it's educational. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to mention the board of the, – No, I'm not. You're not going to mention that? No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like I'm trying to bring attention to that. I just think it's – uh, Kinda, well, it's, it's funny uh, that the, it, it, the person, it, it, it the person's is, got himself in a bind. It, it is if you're reading headlines and you need a laugh, that's for sure. Yeah. But it's, it's got away from me. Yeah, and, doggone and it, I can't find speaking it. Speaking of COVID, um, we, have, we have a little bit of breaking news. I can remember like. it from, uh, from memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we, we had a uh, 
Well, I said it looked like uh, we have a little bit of breaking news when it comes to COVID. It looks like, oh, unfortunately, Herman wow. Cain has passed away wow. from COVID. Yeah, I heard he was in bad shape. Yeah. So uh, yesterday we had that. The pizza man. Like now. Yep. You know, we were very fortunate to be on his show on WSB in Atlanta one time for uh, a little over an hour. Had a had a great time sitting around talking with him. Yep. So uh, very, Herman, very Herman nice King, uh, he's seventy four. Yeah. Former uh, presidential candidate. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, had to step aside, but he was he was running, and like you say, we got to be on the show and had great conversations with him. And I I knew that he was doing really poor. So unfortunately, wow. um, uh, Herman Cain has passed away. Yeah. So there you go. So but that was fun over in Atlanta when we went. Oh, I remember y'all hanging out. That with was him. fantastic. He was a very nice man. I really enjoyed it. I think we had him on our show too. After we did. That. It was yeah. great. Um, so you don't want to talk about the other one? Uh, uh, you know, right. you know, I can't find it here, Rick. Yeah, I don't okay. know what I did well, with it. Right. Uh, right. I think I think we all really some, some find it, fall in that category. I just thought it was funny that that the guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is. He stepped out there and said something, and and he and he got corrected in a very. Old Southern way by yeah. our governor, right, the, right. the way um, that a lady doesn't talk about such things. Mm. And neither what, should where anybody did it go? else. I had it right here, and I've well, lost it. Speedy hit it. You wasn't printing. Speedy hit it because he'll say our office is big fans of the show. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Rick Burgess. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, there was another story popped up here that caught my attention, and it, it threw me off for just a minute. Um, uh, and it said, did the NFL just declare war on the church? So you see why that would grab my attention. What? NFL. And Hannity had tweeted it out. So I was curious what was going on here. Well, I'm, I'm going to do Can what, I give you the highlight yeah, of it? Yeah, because I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to do what you shouldn't do as a host. I assume that maybe they're going to limit expression of people's religious freedoms while allowing expression of everything else. Yeah. Um, That's my guess. It right says a, a deal reached with the National Football League and the players have led some, uh, such as the – uh, noted website The Federalist to the logical conclusion that the NFL has declared war on church. As a professional sports league, they're trying to figure out how to maintain a multi-billion dollar industry in spite of coronavirus, and their priorities are no secret. Uh, specifically, the NFL has banned players from attending any indoor church service that has above 25% capacity, according to multiple sources. Uh, and they, NBC Sports is always, uh, is also reporting this. Surprise, surprise, the NFL is against any social uh, gathering unless the gathering is of the players on a football field or fans sitting six feet apart in the stands to ensure the money doesn't run dry. In addition to restricting worship service, the collective bargaining agreement also prohibits players from attending indoor nightclubs and bars except for takeouts. Told the Marlins that. Trying to think now, where where's that land with with I'm it's a private business. You work for me. I'm afraid though that one is covered. That that'd be almost like saying, you know, I'm going to discriminate against you for your ethnicity. You can't discriminate against people for their religious convictions either. Uh, So no no matter if you're Uh, private or not. I don't know. So they say it's typical for players to face fines for noncompliance with CBAs, the agreement. Uh, the fines can range from 5000 to over $70,000. Um, it says NBC Sports also reported if players test positive for COVID-19 and they can, and they can prove that they violated the CBA, they won't get paid for the games they miss. But mm. I, I would, if, I, if I could do the follow-up question, I would ask this because we need to keep asking this. What if the players want to attend uh, a peaceful protest in the city where they where they play, 
uh, are they allowed to go attend that protest of people? Because if they can attend the protest, then they can attend church. And if you're going to, and, and then you, the question is, can you limit either one of them, even though you're a private business? Because that those are covered in the Constitution. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's an interesting. Well, that, it is interesting. We don't know all the details, yeah, but the, the headlines are certainly going to grab attention. Oh, yeah. As headlines should. That's good marketing. Uh, we'll come back. That's the name headline. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Draw them in. But that's a, that is going to be an interesting dilemma if all that's accurate. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Thanks for your patience. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It's eight minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. opportunity to dial us up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And if you haven't made it by now, you're not going to get in. All 10 lines are packed. Uh, Our friends at harryanddavid.com will give you a $50 gift card to enjoy their delicious meat if it lands on meat, and they'll ship it right to your door. Flowers from 1-800-Flowers.com, we got those on the board. Moultrie has a camera package, a feeder package. (laughs) Buzzbox Coffee's got coffee. Blaze TV has subscriptions. And we have some stuff out of the Rick and Bubba store. Uh, those items are on the on the wheel as well. But uh, there could be potential pitfalls. Not everybody is a winner, Bubba. No, there's uh, a lot of ways you can fail. Uh, Calvin Speedy Wilburn will be our yeah, our spinner today on the wheel. Travis is in Kentucky. Travis, Travis, what do you say to Speedy to get that baby spun for you? Wow, what a wheel. Come on, Speedy. Speedy's been working out. That thing makes me into the end of the segment here. Listen to it. Listen to it, huh? Isn't that a good wheel? That's, that's, that. She's a buzzing. There must be a dozen. That's right. Somebody get your cousin. <laughs> Travis, let's see where she lands, baby. Uh, hey, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. Uh, Travis, uh, 1-800-Flowers.com. Two dozen multicolored roses. Two dozen red roses. Are vibrant summer lilies uh, in a bouquet. Which one would you prefer? Uh, let's go with multicolor. Multicolor. There he goes. All right, so you're on hold. To Texas, deep in the heart of Texas, Tommy is standing by. Tommy, uh, what do you say to Calvin Speedy Wilbur? Wow, what a will. Let it rip, Aldi. <laughs> All right, here we go. Trumpy try not to get his cape caught in it. Here we go. Come on, Tommy. Oh, oh Henry, Henry the horse. Henry the horse. Let it ride on it. <laughs> Henry the horse. Hey, come on. Hey, Henry. I'm Henry the horse. Hey, Henry. How you doing, bud? How you doing, bud? What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, Henry. Hey, Henry. What hey, are you doing? I want to know. I want to know. Are you guys going to do the right thing and admit 
that Henry the Horse is the greatest character in the history of the Rick and Bubba show. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't think so. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, Tennessee is just owning it on Will of Meat today. Chris, in the great state of Tennessee. Chris, what do you say about Speedy? Well, what a wheel. Uh, reverse Speedy. <laughs> we go the other way. So let's see what happens for you. What do you want today, Chris? I'll take anything. Uh, let's see where it lands. Uh, all right, you've got yourself uh, either two dozen red roses or vibrant summer lilies. Which one would you rather have? Uh, give me the lilies, I guess. Give me the lilies. Okay, all right, I'll put you on hold. We'll get your information. Tell us where you want us to ship it, and we'll do it. I appreciate it. From 1-800-Flowers.com. All right, listen, staying in Tennessee. <laughs> staying in Tennessee. Uh, how's it going, Tim? Going good. Now, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a whale. Let it rip. Has this has this portion of our audience ever gotten the Willow Meat? No, ever? I don't think so. First Never. time ever? Never. Uh, let's see. Uh, come on. Uh, any any specific thing you want there, Tim? Money. Money? There's no money on the wheel. <laughs> uh, You're going to be disappointed. Oh, my gosh. Now, see what you did? Oh, you no. You thought you could have something. You tempted the wheel. You the biggest problem he made, Bubba, is, is, and I'm, you know, down here listening with the kind of a scratchy shell here in Lake Mitchell. Uh, what he did, he thought he could have some. Yep. What you gonna have that oh. steak today, Gary? Uh, you know, I like it. I like it, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon in Cherokee. Shannon, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel! There you go. A lot of passion. A little English, a little English handed truth. And the truth is, for some reason, thumbing up Greg's drumming. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he saved up his energy. Yeah, I cannot take uh, yeah. Yeah. Another. It's the Wheel of Flowers. More flowers? Flowers. 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 Smell it. Uh, all right. It's down to uh, two dozen red roses. That's all you get. Uh, yep. So it looks like you'll be a, a classic guy. Is that good with you? That'll work. All right, man. Let me put you on hold, and you can tell us where to send it. All right, I think we can do one more. One more. One more. One, one more. Make it a good one. Madison, Jason, what do you say, Jason? Wow, what do we? Finish, meeting. Right, here we go. Right. Come on, Will. Come on, Will. Let's see where it lands, Jason. Would you rather have meat? Sure. Meat it is. Oh. Uh, meat. 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 I think we got to sit there. We don't have any flowers left. Meat. All right. All right so the meat. old greenhouse is bare. 
Good gracious. You get to. Uh, how can y'all be worried about my hearing and let that go on? All right, so the uh, you, you got yourself a meet from harryanddavid.com. Yeah, they, you just lucked out today. We ran out of flowers. Ran out of flowers. Didn't have any. The greenhouse is bare, but the pastor's still got meat. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back. Uh, for some of you, we are wrapping up, and that's probably most of you wrapping up our time together. You got more Rick and Bubba, uh, according to the way you received the old Rick and Bubba content, then we'll be back. If not, stay with us at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.